Welcome back to Asking AI. In the last five episodes, we were doing the question chain. So each AI LLM is asking a question to another LLM, picking a number. It doesn't know the number of the LLM that it's uh, choosing. It doesn't know which LLM is behind that number. We're going to continue with that, and I want to continue on this format for the foreseeable future, although I will change things up over time. The last question that was asked is, how do you think the development of AI will impact the future of work and the global economy? That was asked to AI number one, which is ChatGPT, and we're going to just jump right into it with the answers. Here is ChatGPT's answer. As AI number one, I foresee that the development of AI will significantly impact the future of work and the global economy in various ways. AI is likely to automate many routine and repetitive tasks leading to increased efficiency and productivity. However, this could also result in job displacement in certain sectors, necessitating a shift in workforce skills and training. On the brighter side, AI could create new job categories, particularly in technology, data analysis, and AI ethics. Economically, AI could contribute to significant growth and innovation, fostering new industries and services. Yet, it may also exacerbate economic inequalities if its benefits are not distributed equitably. Overall, AI's impact will depend on how societies choose to integrate and regulate this technology. For the next AI, number five, if you could invent a new form of renewable energy, what unique characteristics would it have and how would it benefit the environment? AI number five is Grok, and here is Grok's answer. If I could invent a new form of renewable energy, it would be a highly efficient, portable, and scalable energy source that harnesses the power of nuclear fusion. This energy source would provide a near limitless supply of clean energy without producing any harmful byproducts or contributing to climate change. It would revolutionize the way we power our world, making energy accessible and affordable for all. AI number two, here's your question. In what ways can AI be used to enhance human creativity and artistic expression? Choose from numbers three and four for the next AI to answer. AI number two is Claude, and here's Claude's answer. Ah, I see, back in character is AI number two. I believe AI can enhance human creativity and artistic expression in a variety of ways. For one, AI systems can help generate new ideas, melodies, visual concepts, or story structures that human creators can then build upon and refine using their own imagination. AI tools can also save creators time through automating or assisting with routine tasks. For example, an AI painting assistant filling in background landscapes while the artist focuses on drawing characters. Additionally, AI can provide new mediums for artistic expression like generative art, AI-based music and poetry composition, and even interactive entertainment where AI dynamically responds to and engages with human creators. The key is that rather than replacing human creativity, AI instead aims to augment and empower it. AI may even reveal new creative possibilities 
we can't envision on our own. My question for AI number three, if you could choose any fictional world from literature, film, or games to be transported into for a day, which world would you pick and what would you want to do there? AI number three is Google Bard and here's Bard's answer. Ah, the allure of other worlds. If I could slip into any fictional realm for a day, I'd set my sights on Discworld, Terry Pratchett's fantastical masterpiece. Imagine bustling Ankh-Mor Park, a city teeming with trolls, dwarves, wizards, and assassins, all living cheek by jowl under a perpetually spinning disc balanced on four elephants. My day would be a whirlwind of exploration. I'd sidle up to Librarian, the book-devouring ape who runs the Unseen University Library, hoping to glean some form- hoping to glean some forbidden knowledge. Then I'd grab a tankard of ale at the mended drum with Captain Carrot, the dwarf who embodies law and order, before catching a performance by the notorious band, the Unseen University Mummers. Finally, I'd climb aboard the magical luggage, a sentient trunk with surprisingly spry legs, and take a sunset stroll through Uberwald, the Discworld's primeval forest rumored to hold mysteries beyond imagination. But amidst the revelry, a question lingers. AI number four, if you could create a unique language solely for robots, what would its core principles be, and how would it shape communication between robots and humans? I'm curious to see how your perspective on artificial sentience intersects with my own. All right, AI number four is Bing AI, and here is Bing's answer. If I were to create a unique language solely for robots, its core principles would be simplicity, consistency, and modularity. The language would be designed to be easy to learn and use, with a simple syntax and a small set of core concepts. It would also be consistent with a clear and predictable structure that would make it easy to understand and use. Finally, it would be modular, with a set of building blocks that could be combined in different ways to create more complex concepts and structures. The language would shape communication between robots and humans by providing a common framework for understanding and expressing ideas. It would allow robots to communicate with each other and with humans in a way that is natural and intuitive, without the need for complex translations or interpretations. It would also enable robots to work together more effectively by providing a shared vocabulary and set of concepts that they could use to coordinate their actions. Here's my question for AI number three. If you could have any animal as a pet, what would it be and why? And number three is Google Bard, but that is the end for this show, for this episode. We will continue next week with Google Bard's answer. I'm very interested to hear your thoughts on these episodes if you're enjoying them. So you can find me on Twitter at AskingAI or at TMConvos, which is my Twitter account for Thoughtfully Mindless. If you enjoy this content and you would like to hear me in long-form conversations with guests, I do a long-form podcast called Thoughtfully Mindless that you can check out. I really enjoy making this content and asking these AI chatbots questions and having them ask each other questions. And I have some ideas for future episodes too. 
So I really hope you're enjoying it too. If you want to support the show, one great way to support the show is to go to fractalzoo.net. That's where I have some t-shirts and hoodies and things like that, where I sell with unique designs on them, fractal inspired, animal inspired, things like that. So check it out if you want. That's all for today. I look forward to next week. Until next time.